Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Welcome to October. Isaiah 61. From verse 6. But you shall be named the priests of the Lord. They shall call you the servants of our God. You shall eat the riches of the Gentiles. And in their glory you will boast. Instead of your shame, you shall have double honor. And instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess double. Everlasting joy shall be theirs. Glory be to God in the highest. Fine. I'm not getting to eschatology because some will say, people just quote uh, prophecies. Please, there is no word of the Bible that is for private interpretation. Even when there are prophecies of Jesus Christ, we realize that we derive so much from them too in Jesus' name. As long as we can apply them to the times that we are in, glory be to God in the highest. And if you look at it, it said, now, from the Babylonian captivity, I believe, you know, you can imagine after being in captivity for so many years, you think like a slave. You have lived like a slave for so long. So everything you do, you know, so it became important that God began to tell them that, look, this is what will happen. But let me just take it from here. That secret again said, you shall be called the priest of the Most High. Again, look up chapter 4. And when it got to a place, it says, and to announce the acceptable year of the Lord. When it comes to the vengeance, it stopped. And of course, we know too that that first part of the prophecy was the first coming, what he has come and done and concluded. And then the vengeance and every other thing, of course, this is that for the Jews, by the time they will be giving their lives back to, I mean, to Jesus after suffering so many years. And, uh, but in between, here we are. And we are enjoying all these glories now because we are in Christ. That's what people don't know. The acceptable year of the Lord is already happening to us. To them, they're just going to trickle in gradually. Verse 7. So, instead of your shame, you shall have double honor. So, if I ask you to circle two words of most importance to you in this first line, which are the words? Okay, you're right. All right. Not, why will you say double honor? Because double and honor. Take double honor as one word. Say, give me the two words. Thank you. Shame and honor. Glory be to God in the highest. Will it be okay for me to say that we live in a system of shame and honor? Now think about it. So what is shame? Reproach. 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 Falling before the expected mark. Falling below. Below the, the expected, expected mark. mark. Yes. 
Anybody? Disgrace? Falling from grace? Disgrace? Falling below the expected mark? Reproach? Yeah? Sorry? Of course, humiliation. Ridicule. Embarrassment. This yes, despise because the person yeah, the person who is suffering shame feels despised. Yeah. Glory. What about the other side of it? Oh no. Elevation. Yeah. Distinguished. Prestige. Do I say good esteem? Alright. Now. Praise the Lord. Looking at this too, can we really talk of shame without looking at the person's reputation? So that means that it's got to do with societal judgment. Hello? So can I say that what constitutes shame in one culture may not be shame in another culture. Yes. That's right. But this is creation. This is God. And if anybody knows what is termed shame as far as a person is concerned, your creator knows. Can I quickly remind us? The first place this was experienced was in the Garden of Eden. In the Garden of Eden, God will always come to visit and then, you know. Then he came one, one day, went away, came back the following day, things have changed. As a matter of fact, E.W. Kenyon said that the first being born again was in the Garden of Eden. And it was negative. They were born into God. They were reborn into the flesh. By the time God, they heard the sound of his coming. They fled. Shame makes people to flee. Look for where to hide. Shame removes every confidence. Praise God. So, one thing that Jesus came to do, He came to redeem us from shame. It's in God's nature to remove shame. Is somebody hearing me? Whatever it is that is constituting shame in your life. Listen, for most human beings, you watch that tub. Shame. You watch it. You don't want to mistakenly press it. So you live your life in such a way that may I not do anything that will cause shame? May I not? Why should you do anything that will cause shame? God forbid, may we not do it. But can you see how funny life is? What can cause shame? 
If we're going to look at the causes of shame, because I've gone to the Garden of Eden, it's pretty easy, easy, easy for you to know. Sin. Sin is a reproach to any nation. But if you are saying sin, that means that somebody missed the mark. So we fall short of something. When you fall short of something, sometimes it's inadvertently. Sometimes it's deliberately because of lust. But any time it is sin, another factor plays there. See, what is it? There is guilt. And there is shame. So, what's the difference between guilt and shame? Guilt is personal. Guilt, even if nobody knows, and truly you are a child of God, your conscience and you are in a wrestle. You know, my, no, no, no. And when you see someone move almost in that direction, you're like, I hope they won't cover, I hope they won't cover it, I hope they won't cover Because once it's uncovered, guilt will graduate into shame. But Jesus delivered us from shame. From the fear of shame. But in this case, you know where the shame came from? They were led captives, maybe because they sinned anyway. But they were led captives, so they had been slaves. Their esteems destroyed. I mean, they were feeling less than normal. Second class citizens would be better. And so they really could do nothing for themselves. But God was saying, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. I am your esteem. I will surprise you in the name of Jesus. I've come to tell someone today, you are moving from that place of ridicule, that place of torment, to that place of honor. From tonight, in the name of Jesus, regardless of what got you there. Uh-huh. Oh, I feel the fire. I feel the fire. In the name of Jesus. Hey, glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. Glory be to God in the highest. You know, for us men, sometimes we run into trouble. Business is just kind of crashes and we are... And to even feed becomes a problem. Then there's our wives that now brings in money. And I mean, you know, you feel so bad. I say, God, we give you double honor. In the name of Jesus. Shame is the devil's tool. Is somebody hearing me? And he whom the son has set free is Makasanda Brolo Shantaboreke Sitea. Glory be to God in the highest. He says, for your shame, double honor. It is the heritage of the righteous. So if by adventure you are falling into something that is causing shame,
Suppose it's not my fault. Sometimes it does happen. Like what? Oh. What did Joseph do to deserve what he suffered? What did Jesus do to be so ridiculed? Advice us that look, he says, look, for you to make it in life, brethren, he says, you better make up your mind to start looking on to Jesus. Keep a focus. He says, move on for the joy that was set before him. What did he do? He endured the cross. Then number two, despising what? The shame. So sometimes you don't need to do anything. Sometimes when people are envious of you, they try to cause some shame to come on your way. Yeah. Because they know that if they smear you here and there, and that's it. And now it will be difficult. If you are a child of God. It will be a matter of time. So whatever it is, let me say the first one. Whatever is causing you pains as is bringing you shame tonight. The kind of thing that you cannot discuss with anybody. The one that makes you weep in the recess and the corners of your room. I come against it tonight. In the name of Jesus. Uh-uh. What will make people say, where is your God? Ah. Before they say weird, God will slap that mouth in Jesus' name. For your shame. Double honor. Double. Double honor. You know, the thing is this. Whatever you get from man, man will mess it up. Don't get me wrong. Anything God will bless you with, he will use man. I hope you know that. (laughs) But when you make man the very source, the same man will create trouble for you. One thing God has been making me to understand in my life, and every day I see it, I'm like, wow. It's getting better and better. Say, hey, you are blessed with people. That I am your source. True. And have I, have I ever had cause to say, God, ah, where do we go from here? How do we do? Oh, a lot of times. And and when you did, did the answer? Ah, hey, hey, hey. miraculously. It will be after I've passed through, I will stop and look back. If I would remind me, say, now we have, we have gone through. And I say, yes. Say, how did we do it? I say, oh my God, you did it. And I'll look back and say, oh my goodness. Will I want to try it again? Accept with him again. 
<laughs> except with him again. I won't. <laughs> Why are you speaking this way? I don't care how serious the problem before you tonight. I said there's going to be a turn around in the name of Jesus. I said there's a turn around in the name of Jesus. As a matter of fact, as I was considering this, he said to me, he said, if you give it a, t- a topic, you call it <laughs> supernatural turnaround. From shame to double honor. <laughs> I said from shame to double honor. From shame to double honor. From confusion to rejoicing. I said, somebody you've never testified before is your turn to testify. In the name of Jesus. Uh, the time to rejoice with you has come. In the name of Jesus. You say, what are you saying? I'm saying you are born again. Don't live like an unbeliever. Every mosquito, every fly makes you shake as if you're about to die. What kind of nonsense? Shame to double. Confusion to rejoice. And in your portion, you won't get normal. You get normal. In the name of Jesus. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm reminded. He says, the thief comes not, but to kill, to see, to destroy. What do you expect? There's always that force that's trying to destroy what God wants to do with your life. And he works hard. That's all, he, that's, all, that's all he's there for. He comes like he's the best. No! He's coming to take. He's coming to steal. He's coming to kill. He's coming to destroy. But here, Jesus said, but I have come. <laughs> I'm not about to come. I have come. That you may what? And just have it. Does that sound like double? More than double. Every time God speaks, of course, there's only one acid test for you to know if it's God speaking. It was agreed with the word. I give you one. By stripes, I am healed. Oh, yeah. Settled. But you are still having the headache. The doctors are still saying that the headache may kill your enemy. But it says by his stripes, I am here. So what's your reality? The headache that will kill you or his stripes that has healed you? So how do you make it a reality? How do you bring it to bear on this? Now. You see, if you don't understand what I'm saying, you always be at the mercy of men. You always accept what they make of you. Remember both shame and honor are public recognition, rejection, or acceptance. But when God says, I accept you, let anybody try to reject. When you don't know what I'm saying, 
You will be at the mercy of man. So he says, by his stripes you are healed. But this is the natural, and the natural, at least it's, it's a fact. It's, a, it's naturally true, naturally true. But not in our own reality, it is a lie. Because in Christ Jesus, all things are passed away. So that makes it a lie. This applies to everything. Once the word of God is gone, it's gone. So I'm reminded of this story by Kenny Hagen. He said, some few months before his uh, 15th birthday, yes, he fell ill. And he was bedridden for 16 months. I'm sure you've, you've read it before, you've heard him in a sermon. He said, a bad heart condition and physical paralysis. Bed ridden for 16 months. He was a churchgoer. Please permit me to say here quickly, ladies and gentlemen. One of the reasons we are finding it difficult to walk in this reality is because of the way we preach the gospel nowadays. Hell is real. Heaven is real. Being born again is real. It's not just make me feel good. Feeling good and all the uh, benefits of uh, being a Christian are benefits. They are the blessings. But the core is the changed heart. You are now a child of God. You are a son in the house. So it's not just because of the car I'm going to get or the house I'm going to get or the contracts I'm going to get. No, 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 no. I'm a child of God and in the supernatural provision of God for my assignment, these things come. But most of our preaching has been pointing people to things and not to who they really are. I'm talking the body of Christ. I think that's where the problem is. But then, we are not obsessed by things. We know who we are. We are the children of the Most High God. Glory be to God in the highest. How did I get into that? Again. So he said, he would remember certain scriptures from church and things like that when he go to Sunday school. He said, but he never knew of him born again. Why he was there and believing that he would get well. And of course, every doctor told him that he would die. Then he had some out-of-body experience. Three times, he descended to hell. He left his body. He died. He left his body, went towards hell. He said, on three occasions, he will be going, then he will go deep, 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 deep. He will begin to feel the heat from, of a warm, radiating heat. Then he will see the tongue of fire flying in there. And the thing will pull him like a magnet. And he will get almost there, to, to the gate. Right, the next push will go in. And you will be fighting to go back. I said, but it was difficult because the pool was towards there. You know what the problem was? 
It wasn't because of all the fornications and adultery. It wasn't because of the dying. And, uh, uh. It was because he has never accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. Good works don't take you anywhere. You have to be found in him. When you are in him, you will do good works. If you say you are a Christian and you hate people and you are jealous of people and you attack people, can I be frank with you? You are not a Christian. Or you are such a Christian who never grow. He said, the last, just to be pulled in, he said, all of a sudden, you hear a voice from above the dark and the earth. You hear some voice that he could not understand what was said. And the voice will say, kind of leave him and just pull him back. Said the first time he came back and by the time he would come back he entered through the wall and just like he left, he entered into his body back through his mouth. Somebody shout, reality! Don't forget who you are and forget that you have a place you are going. It happened three times. So the second time when he will appear back, coming from the dredges of the down, he didn't come in through the wall, he came out through the ground, boom, at the edge of his bed, and entered again. So then he started feeling uncomfortable. Then he told mom, mom, mama, mama, come, come, come. Go ahead, come. Let me say goodbye. Come, come, because I'm about to go away. Boom. He went the third time. The question is this What are pastors preaching today? Is it just make money? Is it just feel good? Be in good health? Compare my cars and your cars? They are good. But they are not the reason for, for things. As a matter of fact, when we get these things outside Christ, it makes us prideful. We become very, very prideful. But when we get them in Christ, oh my goodness, we serve with them. To his glory. It was after all this ordeal that he began to send for, he couldn't leave, send for his pastors, as this one church he has gone, another church is gone. They didn't explain to him. One said to him that, hey, hey you, come, you come to church, you have been baptized, so you are born again. He said, but he knew he wasn't. You are baptized when you have received him as your Lord and Savior. There's no fear of God in the church, but he's coming back fully. In the name of Jesus, fully. So he said, you know, I started reading his Bible. Say he would read, 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 read. Then he got to say it was tough to read, but he would just try to read. Focusing was tough. When he got to Mark 11, 23, 24. When you pray, believe, and you will receive. Says so he was battling with healing. He was battling. I'm using to say how this word is going to work for you. It got to a place that he now said, Lord Jesus, 
because he's been having interaction with him, he pulled him out three times and established him. So he, got, he gave his life to Jesus. He said, but you say, I should believe. But I believe. But I'm still lying down here. But I believe. But I can't stand up. But I believe. If they didn't pull me up, I never got up. But they propped me up gradually to eat and they dropped me there. The whole day. 16 months. So on one occasion, the grandfather's house where they were, because the father left them when he was a few months old. He said the dad was moving, they were moving house. They moved everywhere. But the room he was, that would be the last one to move. Because they have to bring an ambulance to carry him. So the truck moved his bed and everything quickly go set up before they would take him there. So when they came, the supervisor of the ambulance said, said, hey son, I learned you've been here for a while. He said, I'm going to take you around some long way so that you can sit down again. He said, I told him, thank you very much, sir. So by the time they went around a small town, McKinney, Texas, they got to the city center. The guy stopped there by the square. He told him, he was looking around. He said, then inside of him, he said, I believe I'm here. And if that be the case, I will come back soon. It was walking to this place. For the past almost two years, I've not been able to, I know I'm coming. Why? Because he was still battling with, if you believe, you receive. He said, but I believe. How come? He said, by the time he got there, certain lying down there in their room. He said, but I believe. Jesus, if you were to be standing here today, I would tell you right to your face that you say I should believe. I believe nothing has happened. He said, he answered him. He said, if you believe, something happens. And the devil said, what a pity you. You say you are healed and yet you are paralyzed. Said so then he was still asking. Then the Holy Ghost told him. He said, when we believe, we don't believe due to our feelings. Our feelings are not the reasons. It is the word. Say, so I believe I'm healed because the word says so. I don't believe I'm healed because I feel paralyzed. I don't feel paralyzed. So when he said that, Jesus said, if you are healed, then what are you doing? Lying down. Get up. He said, for the first time there, that's right. He tried. Okay. People were healed and walking around. Okay. Before this, pastors have come to pray. Father, we, bless, we ask you to bless this family who is about to be bereaved. And you'll be hearing So when he says that, he said he propped himself up. He tried. He said, okay. He pulled all the way to cool. He pulled his leg. Pulled his leg to the side of the bed. Struggled. He said, as you try, God helps. He was able to drag up. He was praying nobody would come into the room. He dragged, dragged, pushed his feet. The feet touched the ground. He said, there were no feelings. 
But I believe. So the mistake is, we take believing to mean I have it, so I believe. No, no. If I believe, then receiving follows. Having follows. So my leg touched the ground. I tried to hold on to bed. So all of a sudden, I feel like pins. A thousand of them all over my feet. Feelings began to come. So I struggled. I stood there for a while. When I heard sound, I crashed back on bed quickly. Now it was easier to attain to that level again. When there was no, he did until he started moving around. In the, within one week, he was standing in the city center. One week! I said, somebody here, I said, for your shame, double honor! I don't care what is causing it! If you say to this fountain, be thou removed, and you don't have a doubt, you have, and you believe what you will have, what you say. We live by faith and not by sight. Our lives are not up to what man can do or cannot do, or what the devil can do or cannot do. Our lives are hidden with God in Christ Jesus. I announce. A new beginning for somebody. Yeah. I say in the name of Jesus, a new beginning for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> in the name of Jesus, a new beginning for somebody. Yeah. Ah, I'm sure as I'm looking at the back of my hands that somebody's life is turning around for good. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Whatever is part of the old order that followed you here. I reverse it in the name of Jesus. I know what I'm saying. I said, let it be reversed now in the name of Jesus. Now in the name of Jesus. Everything. <laughs> Say, because of the blood of Jesus. I say every course, every spell that is not meant for you, but has been cast on you, like the waters of Jordan, I say let them flow back now, 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 back to source in the name of Jesus. Every sickness, every death, every fear. Maka shatala bababa, marabaka sone. Every poverty, every failure, I say reverse in the name of Jesus. I prophesy over this house. I decree over this house. I decree life in the name of Jesus. I decree life in the name of Jesus. I decree joy in the name of Jesus. I decree peace in the name of Jesus. I prophesy joy. I prophesy life. I prophesy peace. I prophesy righteousness in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. <laughs> Let me say this again. Anywhere. Your blessing has been stolen. 
I command sevenfold it was in the name of Jesus. Seven in the name of Jesus. I say seven. He said, when the thief is caught, he's made to return tomorrow. Seven times. That's why you are not just going back to where you used to be. You are going higher. In the name of Jesus. He says, I didn't know they would have crucified the king of glory. Uh, it was to their own detriment. That he will afflict you. Afflict your home. Afflict your health. Afflict your children. Afflict your ministry. Afflict your finances. To their own regret in the name of Jesus. I said double honor. In the name of Jesus. Rejoicing in the place of confusion. In the name of Jesus. And in your portion, you obtain double, 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 double. In Jesus. Come on, give the Lord a good clap, my friend. tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. PO Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.